Welcome everyone uh, for a new episode of Self Love Talk Show. Today I have the great pleasure to have with me Deborah Prophet Walker. She's actually one of my clients uh, and she's a speaker and author. So welcome Deborah. Thank you, Lisa. How are you today? I'm doing great. I love the name of your podcast, Self Love. Yes. It's all, it's all about like our self love uh, that is actually the connection with our own self uh, is like the foundation and the stability for our prosperous business and life. Yes. Hmm. Awesome. So, Deborah, share with us uh, a little bit about you, how you become uh, an author, a speaker, what you do, everything. Okay. Um, I am an author and a speaker. I've just finished my second book. My first book was called I Love You, I Don't Need You. Mm. And sometimes people get a little confused by the title because they, they're thinking I'm saying that you don't need a man, <laughs> <laughs> which is not what I'm saying at all. But it's mostly about um, emotional needs. You don't need someone to feel complete mm. or, or to feel fulfilled in your life. And then the second book I just finished is called The Breakup Plan. Mm how to walk away, uh, a call home to self. So the book actually kind of has three parts to it, the plan to break up, um, how to walk away, and then the call home to self. And I wrote the book because, well, actually both the books, because I see women struggling in the area of love and relationships. And I think the lost art of just um, connecting with our own self-love, our own joy, and our own womanhood has really impacted how we are navigating and moving through relationships. Mm. So I want to bring women back to uh, Sort of like what you're talking about, self-love. Yes. Um, yeah, and and because I think we, we got off track, I think, because we become so, um, what's the word, so attached to and come under the patriarchal society mm. having to compete with men. Uh, especially in the area of business, entrepreneurship, and being being leaders in the world, that I think we've gotten a little off balance. Yes. Especially yes. when it comes to relationships, I think what women have done is they've they've brought that that masculine energy over into relationships, and it's not working. Mm -hmm. And also. Um, you know, that they need to understand that uh, they can rely on themselves. Mm. That, you know, 
there's a, a higher part of them that they can connect with that will help them on that quest for feeling fulfilled and feeling important and, and feeling complete. Yes. That they don't have to look for that in, in relationships. I mean, relationships are wonderful. We need them. They're great. And uh, there's nothing wrong, you know, with, with falling in love and wanting to be desirable, but we just, there's a way. Yes. And so I felt like there was a need um, for that, which is one of the reasons why I, I wrote the, both of those books. And so I've always had this calling, I guess, so to speak, to really help women, help us find who we are, help us find our voice, help us connect with who we are. So I've always been an advocate, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, combating and, and uh, tearing down some of those myths and, and beliefs that we've always had about women and just kind of tearing them down and rebuilding us the way that we should be. Mm. so I've been you know this has been something gosh for years now that's been on my heart to do and it's it's been evolving for years because every time you know I learn something new you know and I and like when I wrote the book you know I discovered something new so it's I'm always evolving there's always more truth there's always you know something to build upon It's, it's it's never ending Totally. And yeah. uh, since when uh, you decided actually, okay, I take my knowledge, I take my courage, uh, and I write my first book? Because I, I actually want to write a book since forever. But I oh. never, yeah, but I like since I was six years old, I guess. Eh? But I, I've never find like the groove uh, and the courage to actually do it. You know, uh, I totally understand that because it's, I've been wanting to write a book for years. And the first book I actually, uh, because you know, you always hear about people that uh, authors and people that help you write books, you always see them advertising something to help you write a book. And so I uh, just plunged into it one day and the first book, I guess, was like my test pilot, so <laughs> to speak, because uh, I had no idea what I was doing. So, um, but yeah, you know, it's it sounds very intimidating, and it sounds like a, it's a really big job, but it's yeah. really not. It's really not, because if you have a message and you have something to say, it's just a matter of taking your thoughts and putting them on paper. Mm. It really is. So um, it's just, you know, starting out with with your topic, what you want to talk about, and then your outline of each topic that you want to talk about. And then the hard part is actually disciplining yourself and sitting down and doing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the hard part. So, um, yeah, and the the rest is easy. And uh, how long uh, did it take uh, for you to write a book? 
The first book, since I was actually under someone's uh, program, it was a three-month program. Okay. So, but I felt it was a little rushed because it was only three months and, I, you know, because I was kind of feeling my way through it. Uh, this book, I, I took my time. Mm. I took my time and it just depends. And it depends, of course, on how much information you want to put in it. Yes. So, Yeah. And so what's, what is now like your plan uh, for this book? Uh, who are the women uh, you are talking to? Uh, this book is for single women. Of course, divorced women or married women can get something out of it as well because no matter what our status is, whether we're single, married, engaged, or whatever, we're always... Um, looking for happiness yes and fulfillment but i particularly wanted the book to be for for single women that are just struggling in a lot of areas um i was just thinking about particularly um women that that have this what if in the back of their mind when they're in relationships that they don't particularly want to be in, and they know it's not the relationship for them, but they stay in it for the sake of being in a relationship. And so sometimes they will feel like, well, if I leave this relationship, you know, what if he's really the one, but, you know, I leave and then I find out, you know, he marries someone else or, yeah. um, what if he's just um, taking his time because he want to make sure his finances are together or, you know, any old kind of, you know, excuses that we come up with. So um, I try to tell women that it's not so much about what he wants or doesn't want. It's about you and what you want. Mm. what your desires are it doesn't matter you know and this is another thing you know that women get caught up in too they get caught up in logic well we bought the house together so the ne next logical step is he's going to propose or you know I've been catering to his needs and giving him everything that he needs and wants so the next logical step is you know, he's going to want to commit to me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we do those things and then the thing that we think was going to be the outcome doesn't happen. And so now we're confused and hurt and upset with the guy mm -hmm. because he's not going along with our agenda and our plan. Yeah. So those are some of the things, you know, that I speak to um, in the book and try to help women understand and see, you know, this is about trying to show them how, you know, it's not, it's, of course, it's great to want a relationship and to be in a relationship and have a great partner, but there's a way. Hmm. There's a way to go about. So that's what I address in the book. Hmm. Yeah. So we don't have to actually 
give our power away and our energy away just in order to be accepted and loved. That's right. That's, that's another area that, and I know I struggle with this too in a relationship that if I can just be the type of person that I think he wants me to be mm. or be the type of person I think he needs me to be, then he will accept me. Mm. But in the falsehood in that, and the problem with that is he never really saw the real me. Mm. Because I was putting all my efforts and my energy to being the person that I thought would be acceptable. Yes. So how could he accept me if I haven't even accepted myself? Mm -hmm. So that's a big part of the first step in women because the, the most important relationship that we'll ever have is the one we have with ourselves. Yes. And the only person I have to live with for the rest of my life is always going to be me. Mm, yes. <laughs> so uh, I might as well be happy with me before anybody else will. Mm. So I have to, and I, I think collectively as women, I think we don't accept ourselves the way that we are. Yes. We live in comparison. Um, we live in self-judgment. Um, putting ourselves down. You know, we've, we've bought into the lie that we're just emotional beings, that we're just so irrational that, you know, um, that we can't think for ourselves or make quality decisions. Uh, we've, been, we've been given a bad rap that we've bought into. That's not true. Mm. And so we deny parts of ourselves that we need to be loving and accepting of and having compassion for. Yes. Um, and I think that's a, a really, a really big start. Mm. And why do you think uh, in your, you know, research and experience, why do you think women, we, we have so much struggle in loving ourselves, accepting ourselves? Uh? I think self-judgment is a really big part of it. I think we live, I think we live in the areas of guilt and shame. Mm. And... Um, you know, if I have a bad day today, uh, then I beat myself up because I shouldn't have felt this. I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have done this instead of, um, you know, and of course we, we look at TV and we see beautiful models and I wish my body looked like that. You know, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I feel. I don't like my hair. Um, you know, and then we're, we have our ups and our downs, you know, with our hormones. Oh, I wish I didn't have these hormones. Oh, I wish I didn't have a period. Um, wish I didn't have to go through these hot flashes. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so we, we just beat ourselves up and we don't, we don't accept and love that shadow. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, and then we live with disappointment, you know, when it comes to relationships because they're not working out the way that we hope and dream and desire. Hmm. And tell us about uh, your beautiful family. I know you, you are married, so like how all this knowledge is coming from like your own life experience, your marriage. Yeah, this is my second marriage. Mm. Uh, my first marriage, I was married for 20 years. Um, and so, and of course, after the 20 year marriage, of course, you know, I dated for a while. I think I, I think I was divorced about six years before I met my husband now. Okay. So a lot of that knowledge does come from uh, being married. And of course, uh, up until the time I got married and of course the dating period before I got married again. So what I love about my relationship that I'm in now with my husband is he is a masculine energy personified. (laughs) (laughs) But what I, what, how that affects me and what I love about it so much is that it just, it causes my feminine side to just thrive. Mm. Uh, he, he challenged me and, and keeps me on my toes all the time, hmm. uh, which is perfect for me um, because I'm always having to tap into that feminine side of me. Yes. And so I love, I love that. Um, and, and also one of the wonderful things also about my relationships is I get the relationship that I'm in now with my husband, I get to tell women how that happened. Mm. What I did to actually manifest the relationship that I'm in now. Exactly. That's my next question. Like if some women now, like in the audience are listening, what would be like a brief, you know, guide that you can give them uh, to actually, you know, break, break up and manifest their dream. And our first thing is we have to get clear on what we want. Mm. Uh, Sometimes when I ask women, uh, what are they looking for in relationships? Sometimes their answers are very vague. Mm. Uh, And so I help them kind of delve a little bit more into their feelings. Uh, if, uh, for example, for me, it was, I, I really wanted to feel cared for. And so uh, I wanted a relationship that if the man had my back, so to speak, uh, someone that had came to my rescue, so to speak, my hero, um, that that would make me feel cared for and and feel important. Mm. So I try to help them not be so vague in what they're looking for, but really get into their feelings. How would it feel to have what it is you desire in that relationship? Um, Because that's going to help you build or manifest or put a framework 
or paint a picture, so to speak, of what this relationship is going to look like. And also uh, to take past relationships and what is it you liked about your past relationships or what is it that you didn't like about your past relationships because that's going to help you understand what it is you do want. Mm. Because we don't know what we want until we experience what we don't want. Yes. So, um, and it's easy. We're just so conditioned to be focused on what we don't want that sometimes we don't stop to think about what it is we do want. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was something that I did actually for a while. I got my journal out and just started writing down how I would feel if I had the type of relationship or if I had the type of man um, that I wanted. And so I, you know, after I wrote everything down, it's funny because um, when I wrote those things down and, you know, I kind of put the list away and then a few months went by and I wrote another list and I went back and compared the two and I had the exact same things written down. Hmm. So I, and then I went through and I just kind of underlined some of the things that I felt like, okay, uh, I keep writing this down. So this must be important. Um, it was important to me to feel um, cared for, um, supported, uh, and then, you know, and then to, what does it mean to you to be, to feel supported? What does it mean to you to feel cared for? Mm. Cause it, it can be different for everybody. Uh, what would that look like? What exactly is he doing that would make you feel important or cared for? So they can really get down into those things uh, that would help them uh, towards manifesting exactly the type of man that they want. So those are, that's some of the things that I did. Awesome. And uh, like, uh, how do you suggest to, like, let's say a woman uh, is in a relationship where she knows she needs to walk away. Like, how do you suggest her to find uh, the strengths and the courage? Um, most of the time, we don't walk away because of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, we're afraid of so many things, what somebody's going to think about it, especially if it's a relationship that's not really harmful. And of course, if it's a physical or harmful thing, you know, you just need to seek help and get out right away. But uh, if it's something that you're feeling like you just know that this is not the relationship for you sometimes, especially if he's a good guy, um, you know, we're afraid of what people are going to think about us to make such a decision like that. Um, we're afraid of being alone. That's probably the biggest one. Yes. Uh, afraid that we won't find anybody. Um afraid of hurting the other person, afraid we're going to be sad. And I, I guess the biggest part is we're afraid of the unknown. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that next step is going to look like. And sometimes we, we, we want to know what that next step is or before we make it. And it doesn't work like that. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Sometimes we have to have faith um, and trust in ourselves and the reliance on ourselves to know that it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Because that fear comes from one of the things that, you know, I've been learning in the Jingis is uh, that we're not going to be okay. Yes. And um, so we, you know, that's one of the things that we have to help navigate through. And that's one of the things I help women do in the book is move past the fear that Mm. you're going to be okay. He's going to be okay. And, um, that you can walk away because sometimes we, I mean we do get attached in relationships especially if we've been in a relationship for a while with someone and we don't know sometimes who we're going to be without it mm-hmm. and it's you know you can start to learn about yourself and start to love yourself and start to have compassion for yourself and start finding your bliss and your joy even before you decide to walk away. Mm. Because once you start doing those things for yourself, then it won't be so hard to walk away because you're going to find that resilience and that love um, all by yourself. And so the, the attachment will begin to loosen its grip and its hold on you. Because you're gonna you're gonna know and realize that you're gonna be okay. Yes. Beautiful. Hmm. And so when uh, when does the book uh, launch? Uh, where my listeners can find it? Uh, it's actually on Amazon right now. <laughs> it's on Amazon right now. I haven't done a a really good job of launching it like I wanted to, but I will do a a launch. But it is on Amazon right now that they can go to and purchase Mm -hmm. for $20. Yes, it's on there for $20. Uh, The online course, I think there's a link in the book uh, that would take them directly to the, the page to sign up for the online course. The online course of course, has videos to go along with this eight chapters in the book. Each video goes with each chapter in the book Mm. that they, I go into a little more detail, you know, about each chapter. And so they're uh, getting a, a uh, course uh, from me personally on the video. Beautiful. I'm excited. That's amazing. Yes, me too. <laughs> so they can find it on Amazon. Uh, what's the title again? The title is The Breakup Plan, How to Walk Away, mm-hmm. A Call Home to Self. Mm. Love it. And uh, you know that this part podcast is all about you know self-love and relationship with self Uh, so how would you define self-love um I I would define it as something that you don't have to seek after or go after because it's already within us and 
what we've done, I think, as women, if we, we've, because we've, we live in so much judgment and guilt and shame that we kind of cut ourselves off from it because we don't feel like um, we're deserving of it because we did something wrong or because um, we don't feel we're acceptable of it. But I think if um, we just allow ourselves to feel the love that's already there, love is all around us. Mm. It's always around us. It's always available. I mean, you can just be sitting with your your pets and, and, and rubbing your pet and feel love. Mm. You know, take a walk in nature and feel love. Um, um, be around your friends and feel love. It's, it's all around us. It's, it's everywhere. Yes. So if we could not look for it, so to speak, to come from somewhere else, but just recognize it and become aware of it, then that's a good start. Yes. And then, of course, finding those things that make you feel good. Mm -hmm. those, those things that make you feel joy and, and pleasure. Our pleasure is a really, really big part and very important to women. Um, those things that please us. Um, those things that make us feel expansive. Uh, it can be anything very simple like flower, buying yourself flowers or... Um, sitting down reading your favorite book. Yes. I like to, I like to buy towels. I don't know why. <laughs> I love it. I love colorful towels. Um, it can be scents, things that you love to smell. I love candles. Mm. Lighting the candles makes me feel good. Um, I love colognes uh, make me feel good. It could be um, taking a, a nice bubble bath with your nice scents, getting a massage, mm. you know, all those things are, are just, you know, can make us feel loved and wonderful and, and feel really good about ourselves. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. And, uh, you know, since we, we work together, uh, and you have discovered, you know, the work with the Jinkies and human design that it's all about, you know, self-love and self-trust self uh, and knowing yourself deeply and trusting yourself. What has been your experience? Oh, my God. The Jinkies has been awesome. Um, I was reading some more yesterday, I think, on the 27th. Jean Key and uh, I was actually listening to the SoundCloud that you had mm -hmm. talking about contemplation and that's just so awesome um, how it, you know it starts from uh, your mind and then reaching to your feelings and then into your body mm. and you know I, I it made the thought come up, you know, wow, does that mean my body can actually know my purpose? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it, it has, it's changed my life. It really has just changed my perspective, change. It's made me more aware. Yes. 
of everything I'm feeling and I'm thinking and accepting each moment as it comes. Yes. Uh, accepting life the way that it is and, and, and just, um, and practicing the relaxation part of it. Mm. And embracing the shadow. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's it's just awesome. It really is. It's it's it can be very emotional sometimes. Feel very emotional, but um yeah, it's it's life changing. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I'm just learning to relax more. Yes. And how does this work uh, is impacting like your life, your business, your relationship? Well, I'm finding now that the more that I relax and just do those things that are um, I enjoy doing, that ideas come to me. Mm. That I'm not struggling with I have to do something. I have to post on Facebook or, you know, I won't get my clients or I won't, my audience, you know, I won't reach my audience where now I'm relaxing more and I'm putting out to the universe what exactly it is that I want and that, and the ideas are just coming to me. Mm. So, and I'm getting inspiration from that as opposed to just trying to make it happen and do it on my own. Yes. So um, the work that I'm doing with you from being your clients, um, I'm learning how to do that. Do work less and accomplish more. Yes. Um, and that's, I can feel that become, I'm, I can feel myself embodying that. Mm. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. So what would be like, uh, you would say, since you are, you know, a speaker and author, what would be the best uh, advice you have received so far? Ooh, um, <laughs> probably quite a few things. Um, responding to the universe mm. is, is a big thing. Getting excited about something you said to me, um, before I started doing the videos and you said, just get excited about connecting with your audience. Just get excited about the message. Get excited about the video. Yes. And so that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been practicing. And that's one thing. And then the other thing is um, embracing my shadow and, and with the fear before I go to do a video or do something live, Facebook live or whatever. Um, something else you shared with me about some of the things that you do, like going for a walk 
or something like that. Yes. Uh, something else um, important that I learned from working with you too is is to keep my energy moving. Mm. And so I've been um, exercising and working out, you know, during the day um, to keep that energy flowing and moving. So I've learned a lot. I've learned quite a bit that I'm practicing, you know, putting into practice. Mm, Beautiful. And what would be the best advice you would leave to the women listening to the podcast? Um, That you're perfect just the way you are. You're perfect being who you are right now. Mm. That you're lovable and desirable just the way you are right now. You don't have to be anybody else. Um, And that it's probably a good time for women collectively to start unlearning (laughs) a lot a lot of the things that we thought were true about us as women um, collectively and individually. Um, start thinking outside of the box. You're not uh, just limited to what you've been told or what you've experienced in the past. And and definitely uh Work with Elise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Awesome, my love. It was an amazing chat. So, let like uh, where my listeners can connect with you, where can they find you, work with you, know more about you, give us all the details. Well, um, definitely on Facebook, uh, Deborah Proffer Walker. Um, and my email is deborahcprofits at gmail. Awesome. And then obviously your, book, your amazing book uh, on Amazon uh, and uh, the course uh, that you are about to launch. That is going yes. to be awesome. Yes. Yes, I'm very excited about that. I know it's... I put some personal things in there. I put my knowledge in there. Um, So I know it's going to help a lot of women. I'm excited. Hmm. And um, where I know that you are going to have also speaking uh, very soon, where if someone is in your, around you, where they can join you speaking. It's going to be in um, Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone wants in information, I can definitely get, get it to them. But it's September the 21st, which is a Saturday. Uh, the name of the conference is called Toxic Relationships mm-hmm. uh, Conference. So I'll be speaking on moving past the fear. Um, so if anyone is in the area, please definitely join us. Beautiful. Thank you so much again, Deborah, for being here with us, for sharing your wisdom, uh, 
And, you know, everyone who is listening, you can uh, absolutely buy this amazing book uh, on Amazon and connect with Deborah on Facebook. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.